Hi, and welcome to the Revitalized Podcast, the Everyday Audio Bible, with me, your host, Lily Lincoln. Today we'll be reading from Genesis 11, Psalm 11, and Matthew 11. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for um, for everything. Every day I come before you um, on this podcast and I'm overwhelmed by your love at work in my life, in the life of my family and the people that are dear to me. Um, I see your goodness all over the earth in spite of what's happening now, all over the news um, in different parts of the world. I want to take this opportunity to just um, to stand before you and um, glorify you and honour you. Father, you are our very present help in our time of need. And as I read this word today, Holy Spirit, would you draw people to you? Would you um, strengthen your children? Would you guide us? Would you comfort us, Lord Jesus? Would you draw many to you through the invitation to salvation at the end? Father, I would love people to hear this word and be completely transformed. You've asked us to train people in the way that you've instructed us in the threefold name, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, baptizing them, discipling them, admonishing, encouraging, exhorting. And so I leave this up to you for you to have your perfect way today. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, You may notice that my voice sounds a little bit funny. It's because I have um, aligners in and it will affect my speech slightly. So just... Please bear with me as I um, as I read today. Thank you. <laughs> okay, um, Genesis 11. Now the whole earth spoke one language and used the same word, vocabulary. And as people journeyed eastward, they found a plain in the land of Shinar, and they settled there. They said to one another, Come, let us make bricks and fire in a kiln to harden and strengthen them. So they used brick for stone as building material, and they used tar for mortar. They said, come, let us build a city for ourselves and tower whose top will reach into heaven and let us make a famous name for ourselves so that we will not be scattered into separate groups and be dispersed over the surface of the entire earth as the Lord instructed. Now the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the sons of men had built. But the Lord said, Behold, they are one, the unified people, and they all have the same language. This is only the beginning of what they will do in rebellion against me. And now no evil thing they imagine they can do will be impossible for them. Come let us, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, go down there and confuse and mix up their language so that they will not understand one another's speech. So the Lord scattered them abroad from there over the surface of the entire building, and they stopped building the city. Therefore, the name of the city was Babel, because there the Lord confused the language of the entire earth, and from that place the Lord scattered and dispersed them over the surface of all the earth. There are records of the generations from whom Abraham descended. Shem was a hundred years old when he became the father of Arkashad, two years after the flood. And Shem lived 500 years after Arkashad was born, and he had other sons and daughters. 
When Al-Qushad had lived 35 years, he became the father of Shelah. Al-Qushad lived 403 years after Shelah was born, and he had other sons and daughters. When Shelah had lived 30 years, he became the father of, the father of Eba. Sheila lived, Shelah lived 403 years after Abel was born, and he had other sons and daughters. When Abel had lived 34 years, he became the father of Peleg, and Abel lived 430 years after Peleg was born, and he had other sons and daughters. When Peleg had lived 30 years, he became the father of Ru, and Peleg lived 209 years after Ru was born, and he had other sons and daughters. When Ru had lived 32 years, he became the father of Shevug, and Ru lived 207 years after Shevug was born, and he had other sons and daughters. When Shevug had lived 30 years, he became the father of Nahor, and Shevug lived 200 years after Nahor was born, he had other sons and daughters. When Nahor had lived 29 years, he became the father of Terah, and Nahor lived 119 years after Terah was born and he had other sons and daughters. After Terah had lived 70 years, he became the father of Abram and Nahor and Haran, his firstborn. Now these are the records of the descendants of Terah. Terah was the father of Abram, Abraham, Nahor, and Haran. And Haran was the father of Lot. Haran died before his father Terah in the land of his birth in Ur of the Chaldeans. Abram and Nahor took wives for themselves. The name of Abram's wife, Abram's wife was Sarai, later called Sarah, and the name of Nahor's wife was Milcah, the daughter of Haran, and the daughter of Milcah, the father of Milcah and Iscah. But Sarai was barren. She did not have a child. Terah took Abram his son, and Lot the son of Haran, his grandson, and Sarai his daughter-in-law, his son Abram's wife, and they went out together to go from Ur of the Chaldeans into the land of Canaan. But when they came to Haran, about 550 miles northwest of Ur, they settled there. Terah lived 205 years, and Terah died in Haran. Psalm 11. The Lord, a refuge and defence, to the chief musician, a psalm of David. In the Lord, I take refuge and put my trust. How can you say to me, flee like a bird to your mountain? For look, the wicked are bending the bow. They take aim with their arrow on the string to shoot by stealth in darkness at the upright in heart. And the foundations of a godly society are destroyed. What can the righteous do? The Lord is in his holy temple. The Lord's throne is in heaven. His eyes see, his eyelids test the children of men. The Lord tests the righteous and the wicked, and his soul hates the malevolent, one who loves violence. Upon the wicked, the godless, he will rain coals of fire. Fire and brimstone and a dreadful scorching wind will be the portion of their cup of doom. For the Lord is absolutely righteous. He loves righteousness, virtue, morality, and justice. The upright shall see his face. Matthew 11. When Jesus had finished giving instructions to his 12 disciples, 
he went on from there to teach and preach in their Galilean cities. Now when John the Baptist in prison heard about the activities of Christ, he sent word by his disciples and asked them, Are you the expected one, the Messiah? Or should we look for someone else? Who will be the promised one? Jesus answered, Go and report to John what you hear and see. The blind receive their sight, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed by healing, and the deaf hear. The dead are raised, and the poor have the gospel preached to them. And blessed, joyful, favoured by God is he who does not take offence at me, accepting me as a Messiah and trusting confidently in my message of salvation. As these men were going away, Jesus began to speak to the crowds about John. What did you go out in the wilderness to see? A reed shaken by the wind, which is commonplace? What did you go out to see? A man dressed in soft clothing and tidy unsuited for the harsh desert? Those who wear soft clothing are in the palaces of kings. And what did you really go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and one more eminent, more remarkable and far more than a prophet who foretells the future. This is the one of whom it is written, by the prophet Malachi, Behold, I send you my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way before you. And if you are willing to accept him, John himself is the fulfillment of Elijah as the messenger who was to come before the kingdom. He who has ears to hear, let him hear and heed my word. But to what shall I compare this generation? It is like little children sitting in the marketplaces who call to others and say, We piped the flute for you, playing wedding, and you did not dance. We wailed sad dirges playing funeral, and you did not mourn and cry aloud. For John came neither eating nor drinking with others, and they say, He has a demon. The Son of Man came eating and drinking with others, and they say, Look, a glutton, a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners, including non-observant Jews. Yet wisdom is justified and vindicated by her deeds in the lives of those who respond to me. Then he began to denounce the people in the cities in which most of the miracles were done because they did not repent and change their hearts and lives. Woe and judgment is coming to you, Chorazin. Woe to you, Bethsaida. For if the miracles done in you had been done in Tyre and Sidon, the cities of the Gentiles, they would have repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes. Their hearts would have been changed and they would have expressed sorrow for their sin and rebellion against God. Nevertheless, I say to you, it will be more tolerable for the pagan cities of Tyre and Sidon on the day of judgment than for you. And you, Capernaum, are you to be exalted to heaven for your apathy and unresponsiveness? You will descend to Hades, the realm of the dead. For if the miracles done in you had been done in Sodom, it would have remained until this day. But I say to you, it will be more tolerable for the land of Sodom on the day of judgment than for you. At that time, Jesus said, I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth. I openly and joyfully acknowledge your great wisdom, that you have hidden these things, these spiritual truths from the wise and intelligent and revealed them to infants, to new believers, to those seeking God's will and purpose. Yes, Father, for this way was well-pleasing in your sight. All things have been handed over to me by my Father, and no one fully knows and actually understands the Son, 
except the Father, and no one fully knows and accurately understands the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom deliberately wills to reveal him. Come to me, all who are weary and heavily burdened, by religious rituals that provide no peace, and I will give you rest, refreshing your souls with salvation. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, following me as my disciple, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest, renewal, blessed quiet for your souls, for my yoke is easy to bear, and my burden is light. This is the word of the Lord. Heavenly Father, you are matchless in love and righteousness and holiness. You're matchless in mercy and compassion. Father, I thank you because you've been so kind to reveal yourself through Jesus and through your word and leaving the Holy Spirit for us so that we could be close to you and be one and be intimate with you. Father, as we read through your word, we're not just reading a part of history. We're not just looking at the lives of our forefathers and mothers in faith. We are also looking at your heart towards mankind, your love towards your people, your mercy over judgment, Father. We're also looking in your word at the ignorance of people who refuse to accept you for who you really were. You said those who have ears, let them hear. May I, Father, not just be a hearer, but also a doer. And I ask you to extend grace to those listening, that they will become doers of the word, and that they too would train others in the ways you've instructed us, baptizing in the threefold name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And even more than that, love your people by sharing your word and preaching the gospel to the poor and the spiritually blind. You are my God and my King and also my friend. And I, and I love you, Lord. I love you, Father. May your name be praised always. May your name be lifted up today. And I want to thank you that you're pleased with me because of Jesus. And all who, all who desire to live can find life in Christ and never perish. So, Father, I thank you for this time. And I ask you to ex- extend increasing rest and abounding grace to all those listening for this weekend and beyond. And as long as I have life in my body, I will preach your word and I will read your word aloud that all may hear and have their hearts transformed. Father, I love, I love you. And I thank you for what you're doing in my life, in my family's life and in those who choose you. In Jesus' name, amen. Now I'm going to hand you over to Naya, who will lead you in a prayer of salvation. Please listen to each line and repeat um, after her. Thank you, Naya. Lord Jesus, thank you for giving your life for me and giving me and forgiving me of my sin, so I can have a personal relationship with you. I am sincerely sorry for the mistakes I've made, and I know I need you to help me live right. Your word says in Romans 10 verse 9, if you acknowledge and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart 
that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. I believe you are the Son of God, and I confess you as my Saviour and Lord. Take me just as I am, and work in my heart, making me the person you want me to be. I want to live for you, Jesus, and I am so grateful to, grateful to you for giving me a fresh start in the new life with you today. I love you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Naya <laughs> and Jaden. Now, if that was your first time praying the prayer of salvation, we would like to warmly welcome you into the family of God. It's the best decision that you'll ever make. And um, <laughs> I would like to encourage you to join your local church online, read your Bible every single day, listen to music that glorifies God, surround yourself with um, other believers, like-minded people, people proclaiming Jesus Christ as Lord. And just remember that you are absolutely loved and so valued and you made the best decision today to follow Christ. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.